1: hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
2: hey and welcome to growing up female with me connie simmons this is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile I'll be chatting to a whole host of young inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. So I'm really excited to introduce today's guest. She's super talented, super intelligent and super cool. She is a DJ and radio presenter. It's Yinka Bikini. Yay! <laughs> thank you so much for coming today. Well, I thank really you so much for it. that introduction. Oh, you're welcome. Big books to fill. <laughs> I <know. laughs> um, so I am so excited to hear all about your story, your journey. Um, I know you've like worked so hard to get where you are today. Yeah. Um, so I just want to hear what it was like for you growing up female. Um, and I think we should really like start from the very beginning. When you're a young teenager, like tell me your story. Um, well, I have four older sisters. Oh, I come wow. from a huge family. So I think I'm really lucky in that they are my biggest fans, if you know oh, what I mean. That's amazing. It's like having a cheerleading squad there ready. You know, like when I sort of decided that I was going to go the uni route and I've got a law degree, so I did yeah, law. No, they were there like, woo, yeah, you take, you take yeah. those exams. You know? <laughs> and then like, when I decided not to continue it, they were like, woo, you can do better. <laughs> you know, like they, they have a theory, because they're all older than me, um, five years older and then, and then more. Okay. They have a theory that um, I'm the best version of all of them mixed together. Oh, that's which I think is that they're kind of taking my glory a little bit, <laughs> but they are amazing. So for me... Growing up, I kind of, like, learned a lot of the lessons through mistakes that my sisters have made. Yeah, that's handy. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I, I've been called, like, a bit of a savage when it comes to, like, love life and that. But I've seen my sisters been taken for fools so many times. It's not yeah. going to happen to me. You're good. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. So, so I think, yeah, like, grow- when, when I was younger, I didn't really go through the the awkward, like, what am I going to do? What I don't know what to do, uh, that phase. Mm. Because they were always, and they have even to this day, they're always there being, like... Doesn't matter. To try mm. again. Like one of my sisters, um, Femi, she's a photographer. She takes most of my blog photos. Oh amazing, yeah. Um and then another one of my sisters called Shade, like, handles a lot of my social media so she'll like if so I you're haven't a got proper time, team. Do you know what tricky. I mean? So I don't pay them. But mm. one day I might. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they, they proper so when yeah, when I was growing up the, the the one of my sisters I remember she told me that um You know, it's not... Like, life isn't snakes and ladders. I remember this conversation we had when... um, I think I didn't get into, the college that I wanted to or something. And she told me that life is not snakes and ladders. It's not up and down, up and down. It's not lateral. Like, you can go left, you can go right, you can spin around, you can do whatever you want to do. And just because one thing doesn't work out doesn't mean that you're going to shoot down. Mm. You're still there. And where did your sisters learn all this wisdom from? I think my mum. I think, like, my family is really female-heavy in terms of ratio. Yeah. So, um... Cousins, yeah. aunts, sisters—you all just are close and communicate. Yeah, and learn I've got from two brothers. Other. I feel a bit sorry for them. Oh. It's a lot of female energy. So your your family's completely opposite to mine. Mine's very male. Is um, it, Dominique? Yeah, I've got three brothers. Oh, um, and I'm the one telling them what to do. <laughs> are you older than them? No, <laughs> I'm the third. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, yeah, no, I've always wanted sisters. So, yeah. like, that to me just sounds amazing. It's, it's really nice. that like, my brothers are, like, my best friends. Yeah. Because there is an age gap between me and my sisters. My brothers are really... We're only, like, four years apart between us, between the three yeah, of us. Yeah, that's nice. So, quick succession. But um, with my sisters, it's definitely... They all, like, mummy me. Mm-hmm. They all... Even though I'm a big woman, but they all, like, baby yeah. me. And it's, it's really nice. You know when you have somewhere to go that's home? So, you know, like, when you have... Girls who are like, I'm not a girl's girl. Mm. I'm like the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. I love women. Like, I would, I could be surrounded by women all the time. You know, I've got 11 best friends and we all go on holiday every single year. That's amazing. We've been best friends since... My oldest friend, I met her when we were five. So, you know, like, I yeah, love women. Yeah, you've grown up with them. Yeah, so it's like that strong female energy that's always been around me that... it just, It didn't feel like it was possible to fail. So when I look at the things that I've achieved so far, which you know, in my opinion, isn't the greatest that I'm going to do. But it's still pretty impressive compared yeah, to where amazing. I came from. Absolutely. It's yeah, like- To talk to me about where you came from. You obviously grew up in Peckham. Yeah. Um, What was that like? Did you feel torn between, like, family encouraging you to do the law degree and then, like, friends that maybe weren't as ambitious as you? Or what was it like? I was a nerd. Like, I think that my family would well my dad was very grateful that I wasn't interested in boys but I didn't get my first boyfriend till I was 19 like I had no I had my first kiss when I was 19 I used to be embarrassed to say it but now it's just oh, the truth yeah. so it's fine um but yeah now no, I, I bet you feel real class. yeah now I'm like hey. you know you can't get this but, um yeah before I used to be like no what do you mean you know like mm. I was literally you know the the, the typical um like just into my Harry Potter and books and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, in, in I know you like Harry Potter. Love Harry Potter. No shame in that either. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, when growing up, it was a bit of a, a tricky one because we grew up in a really, really bad estate mm-hmm. um, on North Peckham Estate. Um, Gloucester Grove was the specific part, and it, there wasn't really a focus on education even in school. So even though I was super academic and my dad's really academic, and he was definitely pushing me to go the the at least the the academic route I would say Mm. and do better and escape from from the life that we had the teachers didn't like I didn't even know how to like apply for college and then how to apply Mm. for uni because imagine being a teacher in a you know in a South London school when the kids you know they might beat you up Mm. and then you're and then you're you're trying to teach and you know like everything's super underfunded and stuff so even now like I look back at my school time and I think ah if I went to, like, different schools, I may not even be doing this now Mm. because I love learning so much. So in a way, it's, like, it's a blessing that I didn't go somewhere that was super, you know, concentrated on education and I got by, I got good results. It's allowed you to be a bit more creative. Yeah, exactly, and sort of learn who I am without yeah. it being so rigid. Not to say that it's good to have rubbish schools. No, no, no. But, you I know. totally understand what yeah, you're but saying. Yeah, but the schools that I went to now, they've changed name, they changed uniform. Really? Yeah, they're all great now. They've got, you know, outstanding in Ofsted, but oh, <laughs> back in the day, yeah. in there, it wasn't. So do you feel like your dad has also played a massive part then um, in, you know, your... Um, Journey or university degree, so it's not just the women that around you. No, it's my my dad dad too. He's because he's Nigerian, and traditionally they are super strict. Mm. So my dad's quite a liberal Nigerian guy in terms like I've got a lot of friends who are from Nigeria, and they are just flabbergasted by the amount of tattoos that I have, and my dad being cool with it. Okay. But, Like I'm an adult who hasn't lived with him for many, many mm-hmm. years, so he can't really get annoyed at, at my tattoos because he doesn't see me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, when I go to his house and that, uh, you know, friends and stuff, they they're always surprised by how liberal he is. So I think that sort of enabled me to to be myself. My parents were always under the um, impression. My mum always said, like, you know, we're not dogs. She's not trying to train us. Mm. She's just trying to see who we are. Yeah. No, and she... then yeah. So that's why all of my siblings we all do different things like my brother's a personal trainer my other brother's an actor um my sister is a photographer my other sister is a midwife you know like all of us have picked what we want to do in their separate fields i love that it's like you haven't been forced. You've actually been yeah. allowed to choose your own path, but you've had the most amazing guidance. Yeah, yeah. And like support then, around you. And yeah. especially having so many kids. Like, I don't know how to yeah. manage it. I know. So yeah, so. I thought mum having four was a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, I know. But mine's just like more tears to the cake. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so you were saying um then that like people are surprised that your dad's liberal with your tattoos yeah. and things like that. So do you find yourself covering up around certain people? Or are you really confident with it? You just don't care? I used to, especially when I first started presenting. Um, not DJing so much, because, you know, it's that... Yeah, tsh tsh yeah, yeah. Tsh but when I first started presenting, um, people didn't really like them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, coming from a law How long ago was that then? Ten years. Because it's changed a lot well, now. No, I, well, no, I started getting tattoos ten years ago. I've been presenting four years professionally, okay. I'd say. Um, I think I started five years ago, but, like, four years have been, mm. like, you know, hard in the paint. <laughs>
1: um,
2: but, yeah, when I when I first started presenting, and then I had i think i've got like 60 now i don't know but i had maybe like 20 20, i saw your eyes (laughs) Uh, i had like maybe 20 25 or something and i remember you know people being like oh can you wear a long sleeve top or really yeah in in like in like telly and and live events okay and like when i when i went for that the audition at capital extra i was freaking out about what to wear because i thought of course they want this cool you know edgy individual but do they you mm. know, because people say they yeah, they want to yeah, go yeah. outside the box, and then you know. But I love that you 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 did that before it was cool and trendy. Because yeah. now, like you don't you don't look twice at tattoos, but yeah. everyone's got them, mm-hmm. and I just love that you did that way before. That was like. It's my like, thing it's like you created it, you invented <laughs> it. i love that like so it's i'll not- take i'll take that i'll take yeah. that <laughs> i like that you haven't followed the crowd like yeah i love that i i started getting tattoos when i um yeah like oh, it's, 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 i got my first tattoo like on holiday and my cousin dared me what was it it was the bow on the back it's so bad oh it's a bow on the back bow, of my yeah? neck <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, oh i'm a gift it's like so cringe or at least um, got a funny memory yeah it. It. it's cute <laughs> but um it's taken you know the best part of 10 years for me to uh, accumulate and amass what you you know you see today um but for me it's never really been a conscious decision to to like oh yeah i'm going to get a sleeve or i'm going to cover my legs or anything like that i used to work in a tattoo shop when i was at uni okay and um i was very desensitized to people getting tattoos imagine mm. seeing it every day mm. and you know sort of the cost not being an option because it was my mates who were doing it mm-hmm. so that's where like a lot of them come from and i always think like if i was to go back when i only had 5 or something would i continue mm. probably okay i might get different ones like because you know do now you regret I'm, any of them or uh, no it's just the, just bow. the bow, <laughs> 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 <Just> the bow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ugly do you want to see i know would, that yeah, you show me. would you would you get it, it covered oh yeah that's just like the classic it's literally just, just the smallest uh, no i wouldn't get it covered because it's still me... it's still yeah, your first yeah topic. and and like i have a thing where i don't i don't wanna like have regrets and yeah, stuff like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, that's good.
2: But, um, but you know, I, I'm not saying that. I might be 50 one day, 60, and be like, damn it, what did I do? But we haven't got there yet. No, yeah, so embrace fine. it. Yeah. And you got some Harry Potter tattoos as well. Yeah, because Harry Potter's a bad man. So well, what got you into Harry Potter? Um, I think when I was a kid, it was just, you know, like this magical world to escape from. I came from, like, obviously, I'm not, I, I don't come from, like, you know, a ghetto in South America or anything like no, that. No, yeah. Like, I come from an inner city, London place but it's like you know when you're surrounded by essentially poverty I mean, I, I, would, mm. I, would, I would I would say poverty you know my my friend was killed when I was 10 um, so Damn, oh. Yeah he was lived next door to me so oh, wow. like so imagine that that's where i grew yeah, up yeah, in that yeah. in that sort of like drug infested crime yeah. like ridden place and very violent not my family home And don't get me wrong, I have the best memories of being a kid. And, you know, when you look back and think, I laughed all the time. We built tree houses. We did this, we did that. But then with an adult eye on it, there was like an element of, oh, what was that thing that I smelled? What was that thing Mm. that I saw? You know, like, as a kid, you don't really see it. But I think it's just a means of escaping, you know, like this world that's been created. And obviously Harry Potter going from not And I'm getting really deep with this. I get deep. Philosophy. (laughs) Uh, No, but you know, like escaping. So it's like I read a lot anyway. And as a kid, I read loads. Yeah. And um, like I read like five books at a time. I'm like really weird about it. So that was like the first... Saga, the first thing that I got stuck into as a kid, being like, oh my god, this is amazing. So you kind know, it like, allowed you to like live in a, in a yeah, world. and like escape, you escape know, from. and especially because I wasn't into you know boys or like yeah. parties or drinking or any, I wasn't no, into I anything like that. Mum and were relieved. They were <laughs> so filled with joy. I know. Imagine like people would come to my house. My friends would knock for me and be like, do you want to come to a shubs? And I'd be, like, oh, no, I'm. Half-blooded prince. <laughs> My mom's like, oh, oh, thank, thank you. God.
0: Thank you. so funny. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans.
2: So, um, talking talking about escaping, where did you go to university? Was that did you feel like you were um, escaping, or were you still in London? I went in London. I don't know. Okay. What, like, I only have one friend from uni, and I feel like I'm nice, yeah. But I literally only have one friend from uni. Oh, the um, same. Like, don't worry. It was difficult, you know, yeah, because everyone tough. came in, and there's yeah. and it's a lot of um, a lot of students from overseas as well. Um, I went to UCL, which is like in okay. Kings Cross. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was there for four years. Did law because I watched Legally Blonde and Judge Judy, and oh, so it's that's what influenced you to yeah, go to law. Yeah, honestly, I'm like the most influ- influenced person. <laughs> I love Legally Blonde though. Yeah, and I thought it'd be. It's not like yeah, that. It's no, not like that. It's no. not at all. I did. I did law A level, but I, I dropped. Was it was it rubbish. Well, I just I'm too opinionated, and I was like, but that just is that. That's not right. And yeah. she was like, Connie, you can't have an opinion. This is law. Like yeah. that is the law. Like, and the fact you can just like, if you can find. Any sort of precedence then that's that's the law now. Yeah. Like, oh my god, this is very. So what was it like? Very then? stressful. I'm I'm just I might be stereotyping here, but I'm thinking law. You've probably got some posh students, yeah. like from like rich backgrounds. I bet that was like a shock to the system, considering you said you come from like a poverty. Yeah. It was. It was really weird because I didn't move out to go to uni. And I just stayed at home. It was a bit like college, if you know what I mean. Okay, like, yeah. It that it wasn't the full university campus life experience, mm-hmm. but I will say that you know, being in I don't know the student union and seeing somebody wearing like Gucci, Fendi, Balenciaga, Chanel, and I'm there in Primark, yeah, living my life, drinking a juice. <laughs> you know, so it's like that. It was definitely a bit and you never shock. felt influenced. Well, obviously. You wouldn't have gone and bought a Fendi, Gucci. But no, it's so but. But did you ever feel out of place? Did you ever oh, yeah, feel like yeah. you needed to maybe change your hairstyle or change yeah. the way you look to fit into? You at university? I feel like I feel out of place most of the time. Anyway, do you? Yeah, not even like on a on a sad one, but just in a um. You know, I think that you know, if if you're employed to be yourself, I think you can understand this. Like if you're employed to be yourself, mm. there's like pressure to be you. And I know, and especially me with my wigs and clothes and that. Sometimes I, sh- I just want to wear like, you know my hair in two plaits and like yeah. a tracksuit, but people, you know, they they, they, wanna they your, your, want to your see ne- the next colourway. Yeah, or, and I'm just like, I run out of colours. The- yesterday I was going through the colour of the rainbow, thinking, what haven't I done? What haven't I done? Like, I love to- your blue one. Thank yeah, you. That cool. that- that's one of my favourites. Yeah, really <laughs> nice. but um, but yeah. So I think definitely a feeling of I think that's maybe why I didn't retain any friends. Like definitely felt like, oh, did you, you did know, you put yeah. up a barrier? Then do you think that people maybe didn't approach you because you you felt. Out yeah, of place, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. might have sort of shown. Yeah, definitely. I mean, looking back now, mm. you know, if somebody goes to lectures, leaves, goes seminar, leaves, there's yeah. no time to make mates because I'm just like, oh, go get, yeah. you, go get the bus back to Peckham. Especially if you're not living on campus. Exactly, like that. exactly. I didn't really go you know, to like any events in that. I just went. Like, I think mate, I'm happy that I went to uni because mm. you know it's something that I completed, and I feel like, especially choosing the field that I've chosen to work in. Um, people may get the... Because, you know, sometimes people look at presenters and they think they were kind of dumb sometimes and it's a bit stressful. You're just performing arts. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, you know, whatever. So it's something that's like a respected thing, Mm. which is nice to have, Mm. you know, like... Yeah, I I, I was really, like, interested when you you said law degree and I was really actually fascinated in knowing or finding out why you went from doing a law degree to then all, all of a sudden going, do you know what, actually, I love music, I want to present what what made you change what made you change paths um well i wouldn't i didn't hate law i think that's like a really strong word but it was a lot it was a lot it was very intense for for 4 years and then when i graduated i remember having the conversation with my dad and i was just like you know i don't i, I don't find any passion in it you know i could mm-hmm. do it and you can earn money and yeah i'd have like a 360 view penthouse of like tower bridge or whatever but then like i'll just be there with my ready meal like alone cuz that's you don't have any time so um yeah, we discussed it and I just said to him, you know, I need to see what I want to do. Mm. And when I say I went from doing a an internship at um P W C which is like an accountant's firm, to working in a bar, yeah. <laughs> like like that. And it was literally from earning like so much money to mm. earning like zero. And then um yeah, then I then I got a job at, at Rince, like and it wasn't really a job, it was just like shadowing them and Sort of like just, a runner, yeah, just being annoying, really. <laughs> do you want that a cup hand- of tea? Yeah, cup hanging tea? out flyers that, <laughs> at people's unis, that. And bear yeah. mind, I had to- I went back to my old uni and I'm handing out flyers, and yeah. they know that I've graduated like yeah. you know, four months ago, five months ago, and um, but it was just on the pursuit of what I want to do. Did so- you know deep down, like you, you, you knew where you were going, you knew you were capable of more, and you yeah. just knew you just had to work hard. Yeah, together. I think I always, I always knew that I wanted to be a presenter, mm-hmm. but I had no idea how to do it. Because mm. I remember, like the first time I ever realised I could get a job on radio was um, this is going to sound so weird, but I was in Superdrug, yeah. And you know how they're like, oh yeah, that was Michael Bublé, and we've got two for yeah, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, They've two got their off, own station, buy one get one free on Ghost Fragrances or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, she's got the best job ever. Obviously, like the, it's not that you know the, the 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 highest standard of radio, but I thought that is a good job. Yeah, that is a good job. And I was like, how do you do that? Yeah. And then so I tried to work out. Now, obviously, I'm on commercial radio five days a week so that's sick I know but um, yeah I just remember I always wanted to present and, and connect with people and have conversations and learn stuff and teach people stuff and that side of things but you know when there's like the end and the beginning and I had no idea how to get how to get from yeah, A to just B just one step at a time yeah yeah. it's been long so, yeah, like what would been... your advice be to someone then who's in the same position as you they, they know what they, the end goal is but they don't really quite know how to get there what would you well I, I think just start You know, like do something. Yeah. So there are so many ways to get your voice heard nowadays. And there are so many more not 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 that there weren't before, but there are more opportunities for you to showcase what you can do, be it podcasts or YouTube channels or, you know, you can start your own radio station. You can you can go along the street and interview people and put it on YouTube if it's funny enough. You know, you can present from your bedroom, if you know what I mean, because even phone cameras nowadays are just as good as you know slrs or whatever it may be so i would say just start because if you already have the content it's so much easier to convince people that this is what you want to do rather than waiting for opportunity to come and knock at your door so you can open yeah, it i mean like, that doesn't really happen hey does it? yeah yeah like that just made me think <laughs> of um like nowadays you know with the um shows like love island and the reality shows and stuff like that um i went back to my old high school and i was talking to the teacher so, and she was just saying to me like you know, everyone just wants to be a blogger now, mm-hmm. um, or like girls that were really into fashion and wanted to get into designing. They're just like, oh, I, I might just apply for Love Island and I'll get a clothing deal. Mm. You know, like sort of quick success. Like, mm. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think? Do you know, I, I get it. Yeah, I do understand. Like, I proper get it. For me, um, you know, I don't think my body shape is the one that Love Island is looking for. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that one out there because yeah, they are all very very small. Um, but No, I do understand because, you know, it's like the quick fix is kind of, like, gratified nowadays. Mm. For me, I'm about the long haul. I actually enjoy the journey and I enjoy the slog. Like, I enjoy starting off small. You know, like, I remember when I used to do... Like, for instance, I remember when I used to blog about like the mobo awards for instance Mm. and then i did that for like three years and i really wanted to go and i was like why don't they know i exist why don't they know i exist then they invited me to an event and i was like i've made it i've made it yeah and this is like over the course of like four years and then um last year they asked me to be their um online like red carpet host Amazing, yeah which is incredible it's not hosting it yet but it's incredible we're making steps yeah and then this year there wasn't an award show but they um Got me to like host a bunch of premieres and like do loads of interviews for them, and that happened from me seeing them yeah. when you know in 1999 when like Jay Z and Destiny's Child were there. Thinking, oh, how do I get on there without you know wrapping my my my, my heart out? So how do, I <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do I how do I like you know yeah. I can't sing, so how do I how do I do that? And and, and, how, and isn't it such a good feeling when you know you've worked. stuck at something, worked for yeah. something? But I time. do I do understand the instant thing because you know for someone like me, yeah, like on Instagram, yeah. I feel like the people who follow me have been along the journey with me. This may sound cringe, but I believe it. No, I'm the same. So, mine's exactly the same. So it's like, yeah, I gain more followers yeah, over the years, over the months, days, whatever it may be, weeks. But these people come slowly. Some people fall off by the wayside. Mm. Okay, bye. You can unfollow me. It's fine. Mm. But the people who are there, they have been liking my posts from when I had half my hair shaved and I thought it looked nice. <laughs> you know, and like so on and so forth. Whereas if you go on a show and you get like a million followers, a hundred thousand followers like that, they don't know you. Mm. So yeah, you get the instant, oh, they like my stuff. But even what I've noticed that, you know, I don't know who's become a star mm. from Love Island. I don't, I know that they're well known and I know they can make money. Mm. But in terms of like that star, you know, like a Ryland. Mm. I don't, I don't know if there's a Ryland of, of, of Love Island. Yeah. And um, they, when they were in the house, They'd be getting a hundred thousand likes on their photos. I know they've got two million, followers. and they had no idea. Yeah, and then now they're getting like a tenth of that. Oh, okay. Because they're not in the house anymore. Yeah, so they're the not on TV that, every the night. The reason the people followed you is finished now. Okay. So if you build up your followers slowly, yeah, and um, they see like, oh, you're creating more of a brand. Yeah, maybe. and it's like, and, and you're you're showing them who you are, not like you haven't got to put your mum, nan, dog, you know, son mm. on Instagram, but. You know, they're so they're slowly seeing what you're up to. So mm-hmm. I feel like the gradual ends well. Mm-hmm. Whereas the instant, like you know, like it's that like fireworks, man. Yeah. Pew yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. Fire. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And and what what I just thought of then was when you were at Rince you also were working in a, in a bar, right? Yeah. So uh, were you doing so any social media stuff as well as that? Yeah, man, people used to find me in the bar and be like, I listen to you on the radio. Oh man yeah. like, it's not me, man. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good so like you like because what a lot of people say to me is oh I want to be a blog and it's like well you do know that you're not going to get paid for that no. um, and you might never get paid for it yeah. you, just, you know you don't know Yeah. so you obviously know how how it is to work two jobs and work really really hard to, to get there yeah. same as me I worked three jobs and then did my Instagram on the side yeah. and, you know just seeing where it was going to go yeah you know and it's, it's nice not knowing though it's like yeah doing do like, it because you're passionate about yeah, like, what you're talking about for instance i have a blog and um i don't get paid to do it no like, i don't i wouldn't want to because it's, it's like my little diary if you yeah know what i mean like i i write stuff that i want to write i post what i want to post on there and there isn't i think i've done maybe one sponsored post on my blog mm. and it was something that i wanted to do that somebody was like oh you know you can mm. here's a photo that you can use or whatever um and i started my blog because i wanted to start a blog so when people come to me like people dm me quite a lot and um they want advice. And I can't really reply to everybody because once you accept a DM, then they can just message you. And then like, so you you try to be nice and then you have to ignore it. It's, <laughs> it's stressful. You <laughs> feel bad, but yeah, you feel busy like, and stuff. Yeah. and, then and then so I feel so bad when I, they know I've seen their message yeah. and I haven't replied. And I'm like, oh, I, I will get back to of you. Of course. And then you can forget because it can get lost. Yeah. And it's that, you know, and then like you know, you've know, you got we actual try. real life commitments. I know. But um, when people message me, I try to re- respond in like a box or I put something up on my story pertaining to, to all of these um, messages and it's about getting into blogging and presenting and I'm always like I'll go on their Instagram like more time than not I'll go through their Instagram I'll look if they want to come and shadow me or whatever and there's nothing that says that they want to do this yeah they're not even taking photos of their clothes you know what I mean it's like yeah so what are Get you more creative yeah, you have to just do it yeah, and I, and I know it, it's very easy to say. People are know, worried about their friends laughing at them. i not getting like. friends. I know. Yeah, you know, I had a friend who was like, "Oh, I really want to post my outfit, but I feel like everyone thinks I'm being a right knobhead." And I'm like, oh, "But if you like your outfit, put it up. Yeah, you know, don't worry about other people." I, I've got caught taking selfies. Yeah, more times <laughs> yeah than I haven't been caught taking selfies. <laughs> and you think I'm gonna stop? The light. I'm, I'm like, you're right. And, and you then just I carry stop on. Stop worrying about what other people think. and do, do what you. Yeah, you're I passionate. remember when I first started presenting that I was in a relationship, but not together anymore. I As Relationship and I remember he never wanted to take pictures of my outfits mm. and I thought why are you being an enemy of progress <laughs> and like now my boyfriend he's just not good at it yeah oh, <laughs> he tries but he's not good at it mine's not sorry but, Rick but he's and I'm like sorry Alec I'm sorry I'm sorry but you're very terrible I, I don't even want him no to become patience. good because I, if he does then I'm going to use him all the time yeah, yeah yeah but if I look nice he's like you should get someone to take a photo of that oh and I'm like yeah not you yeah because you're not good <laughs> but yes of course yeah, like Ricky does it from like down here and I'm like excuse me you what know you what it is it's when they hold the camera and, and It's like why why is it why is it like like forty five degrees? What's going on here? Just hold it straight. You tap me. (laughs) And he's like and I like it's like it's a sunny, sunny day and he's made it look like we're in the middle of winter. It's very stressful. But you know what, yeah, you shouldn't argue because of because of pictures. No, I know. know. I've learnt my lesson. (laughs) But um yeah, you know, someone who's just like you're you need to surround yourself with people not who are always positive because those people are a bit mad. Yeah. But you know, like people who, who understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Like my brother gets really annoyed at me. Because he knows every time I'm like, do you want to go to lunch? I just want a photo, oh. but I'm like, I'll buy you lunch, yeah. <laughs> and then we have a photo shoot. And he knows that, so he's like, before or after we eat, do you want these pictures? I'm like, before, you know, <laughs> so I haven't got a second, yeah, yeah. And like, he understands that. Yeah, they believe in you. They want to support. Yeah, you. Yeah, when people make fun of you they they're probably jealous. We, you know what I mean? Like, okay, or wish they had that confidence. Do you know maybe? what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just think that I know it's easy to say start when we're sitting here on a podcast talking to people mm. because we're already in a position where we're able to do it mm. but it wasn't always this way like, no. i don't have a famous dad uncle mum no. boyfriend brother mm-hmm. like mate i'm literally just like climbing my way up yeah you're do you know what i mean you're such so it's it. like it now, obviously it's possible i've read some of your blogs oh um, at least one person has oh i'm sure loads <laughs> have and one of them it was really um like um, caught my attention was when you talked about plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that now, still, and like body positivity and things like that? Like, I'm, you know, I'm really intrigued. I, I am under. I always hold the opinion that you can do whatever you like. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as long as you're not hurting other people or yourself, of course, you are free to do what you want. What annoys me, because it's not even a but, because that is a statement in itself. That stands. That that I that that I don't think my opinion on that will ever change. What annoys me is when people lie, and they want to be doing stupid exercises. Yeah, that I'm trying to replicate in my living room. Yeah, and I don't. And I'm not getting a body <laughs> like that. Yeah, and like, I'm that sort of person. I, I won't buy the 50s or the lollipops that no, make no, you no, not hungry. No, no, I'm glad. I'm not. I'm not like I do like to eat. Yeah. But when it comes to exercises and stuff, I always like save them and use them in the gym. Like I use Instagram, you know, for that as well. And um, so when I can go onto your plastic surgeon's Instagram and see your before and after. Yeah, and then you're coming to tell me the reason that you you have a flat <clears throat> stomach? Yeah, is because you've been doing seventy five crunches a day. Yeah, you want so I'm gonna be doing seventy five crunches a day yeah. like an idiot, sweating. Yeah. Crunches don't make give you a flat. Stomach. Do you see what do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that's what irritates that's me. What it's, you. it's the th- point where people are, you know, paid by brands or whatever it is to just dupe us. I know because I I don't I don't want to get surgery to suck in my stomach because what happens when I have babies? I feel like it's gonna be weird. It's all mm-hmm. gonna be a bit awkward down there, you know. The skin's gonna stretch. Like, where's it gonna go? Yeah. You know, like, and you know, I don't, I don't really want to get like a Brazilian butt lift because, like, I, I I've read and I've been, I've been research I researched it for my blog, and I, and it's the most dangerous form of plastic surgery. Mm, it's like stories. one in two thousand people get hurt. Yeah? yeah. Which doesn't sound like a lot. That's a lot of people. Is, you know. Yeah. If you think about how many people are getting the procedure. Mm-hmm. And I know that people get breast augmentations all the time, and Mm. it's not—it's not cosmetic. It's not um, plastic surgery that I'm against. It's the the lie that surrounds cosmetic surgery. Mm. And for me, it's like I was at a point at the beginning of the year where I just felt really insecure, Mm. and I think it's because I was staring at everybody's bodies all the time. Yeah, comparing yourself. Yeah, and then eating cake as well. Like I'm thinking, why not me? You Mm. know, like doing (laughs) all the things, doing the things (gasps) that were wrong. So it's like in going to the gym and in trying to curtail my eating habits and just to be nicer to my body in terms of, you know, like having baths and relaxing mm. and- Self care, self care. Yeah, yeah, and like having like good night's sleeps and you know, if I, if I want something that's indulgent, like allowing myself to have it mm. and also not beating myself up afterwards. Mm. Like, you know what, after you have like the cake that you really wanted, then you sit there and stare at your stomach. Yeah, no. Like, I, I don't want to do that anymore. No. So in going to the gym, it's like learning how to love my body while it's being strong for me. Yeah. Cause one so thing it's I, a mental thing, isn't it, as much as a physical it, yeah, thing? Yeah, it is, definitely. And also, you kind of have to change the way you think about food before you can change your relationship with it. Like, one thing I didn't realise, and this is so obvious, but I didn't clock it, yeah, is that, so imagine, like, your body. Yeah, you've got your spine, yeah, and then you've got your ribcage and your shoulders and your arms and your head and stuff, mm. and then you've got your hips and, your, like, you know, your pelvis and mm-hmm. your legs. And in the middle, there's nothing there, and, like, it's just your belly. Mm. And that is meant to hold up your entire body. Your core, yeah. So if you don't look after your core you know, you're just going to be like all crumpled. Yeah. So it's like, then I will like, oh. Bad back, yeah, long term. Like, yeah, I think, oh, okay. So in order for me to like not have a bad back, for instance, I should do this exercise. Mm. In order for me to, you know, if the zombie apocalypse comes and I need to run, I should I should do this. <laughs> you know? So are you learning this from people on Instagram Are you are you following um, I've the, got a personal trainer. Oh okay so yeah, he's teaching then, you. Yeah yeah. But do you feel like you're learning uh, are you following the right people to, that teach you this because yeah, yeah. there are a lot of people that are They lie. Yeah. And um I'm big on like fitness and core and stuff. My brother's a personal trainer. He's big yeah. on core strength and I've I'm I've got big boobs so mm, I used too. to suffer really badly in my back. Yeah. Like strengthening my core has really 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 helped. And also it's made me realize actually we, why am I thinking about losing weight and getting skinny for a holiday next week? Yeah. When actually I should be thinking what what state am I going to be in when I'm 80 years old? Yeah, like and you like, want to still and have I your can't knees stand straight. This yeah. is it. So yeah, that's amazing that and it, you think that way. Like, yeah, it all goes back way. to like the instant like you know yeah. everything has to happen now everything ha- yeah, all the fads yeah and it's just it's just a bit like imagine if everything that you wanted happened tomorrow you'd go mad that's why everyone who wins a lottery goes a bit doolally yeah because they're like, oh, oh, <laughs> all my dreams have come true and then in three weeks i spent three million in a day I know, Do you know yeah. and they're on the front page of the sun it's the gradual success Do you know what it's i'm keep, saying keeps you um sane it does and it keeps it keeps humble. you centered and humble yeah. exactly so it's like for me i think that everything's kind of like a, a, a not a lot I know that things happen and, and big things happen but in terms of you know life it's it's definitely the longest marathon so and I, and I know people say life is short but life is long you know imagine if you get every single thing that you want in your 20s mm. by 35 year you're going to be sitting there thinking so oh bored. what am I gonna do today yeah do you know what I mean yeah absolutely yeah that's been amazing so from today's chat I've I've learned so many things from you, <laughs> and we actually we actually believe a lot of the same things as Which well. Which is good. Imagine we're just yeah. shouting at each other. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be good. But yeah, like I lo- I love your work ethic, like working hard to achieve what you've got. Thank I you. love how um, you surround yourself with the right people, and you're lucky. Your family is so amazing. They sound great. Yeah, no, I am really lucky with um, But I, the one question I want to ask you uh, is: if you could give your younger self um, some advice or tips. Um, or just a little pep talk what would it be sort of sum it up in a sentence for me um if I could give my younger self some advice it would be to not listen to people who are your age okay yeah because I took a lot of advice from friends and you know people I went to college with and school with Mm. and stuff about things that I should do and I feel I feel like that's why it took me so long to sort of get started in in my life also don't bleach your hair when you're 16 it's (laughs) gonna drop out but um but yeah no i think definitely sort of you know you already know that you're going to be sick so just like go and do it because spending so much time worrying i take advice from people who are a bit wiser yeah you know not not the person who sits next to you in english they're literally in the same position as you yeah absolutely amazing well thank you so much for coming today that's been such a great chat thank you for having me thank you so much yay (laughs) Thank you for listening to Growing Up Female. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, then please rate, review and subscribe. And why not follow me on Instagram at Connie Simmons. Lots of love. Bye.
0: Planning for your next trip?